Welcome back to one more. Across the bar with me today is Tommy, as always. It is after Halloween. He's he's having his uh, after Halloween wings. Yeah. Tell them what you're. Tell them what you're munching on. Mm. Not sponsored. Mm, definitely. I had uh, corn dogs because uh, on Halloween they were 50 cent corn dogs at Sonic. And my mother bought 19. So I had, I had some for lunch. I had some for dinner. And I'll still have some tomorrow. I don't imagine. I do not imagine. <laughs> so, uh, since we last talked, uh, Tyson Fury and Francis Ngannou uh, had their bout. Uh, Tyson won, but the whole world thinks that that was a ripoff. Um, it definitely was. Mm -hmm. He was down for 23 seconds. Uh, and, you know, I don't think... Now, I, I am not a boxing professional. Uh, I do not claim to be one, and I do not play one in movies. Um, but, uh, looking at Tyson's face post-fight, and then looking at Francis's face post-fight, I would say one of the two won, and it's not the one that is a whole different shade uh, currently. Yeah. So... You know, be that as it may, Tyson still won, and Francis was robbed, and uh, uh, Logan Paul and KSI were seen at a basketball game, uh, and Logan showed his cell phone to the uh, uh, screen, the the camera, because you know how how they show celebrities at games, uh, and. His phone said Francis was robbed. Uh, Inganu was robbed, uh, specifically. Uh, and they were at a uh, Philadelphia uh, versus uh, Raptors game, for those who are wondering what game it was. Um, but yeah, so even, even the biggest scam artist of the boxing world says Inganu was robbed. So, yeah, I think it's a pretty sure sign. Do what? He's cer he's certainly close. True. True. I don't think he's scammed anyone via boxing yet. But definitely crypto. And... Hmm? Do what? That is true. That is true. Well, no, he, he won against Dennis. So.
fair. But uh, that happened. I think it was a really good fight otherwise. Uh, until you got to the decision, of course. Uh, but Nganu uh, is already talking... Or they they are already in talks of uh, Nganu fighting uh, Wilder next. The Bronze Bomber. Do what now? You think so? So does and so does Nganu. The Usyk fight was delayed. Mm. And Joe Rogan is pissed off about the decision on the fight, too. But his opinion doesn't really matter as much. Yeah, but I don't know. He's He's nutty. So, let's see. Yeah. Uh, it's moved to February. Okay. Well, after, and nobody can see it, but I'm doing air quotes, after winning the Nganu fight, he needs to recover because he was beaten by the hardest punch in the UFC. Well. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Mike Tyson does not believe... Hold on, yeah, whatever. Back out, go back in. Mike Tyson does not believe Francis Ngannou's loss to Tyson Fury was a robbery. He said everybody knew that outcome would happen. Like, he has pictures post-fight of, you know, holding up his glove and everything and being like, you know, this is my boy. But, um, let's see. Alright. Uh, following the bout, many, including Francis Ngannou, have taken to social media to say that he was robbed. However, Mike Tyson doesn't view his boxing match with Tyson Fury in the same way. In an interview with MMA Junkie, immediately following the announced result, Iron Mike uh, dropped a bit of wisdom. How'd you score it? Mike Tyson uh, jokingly shouted back at a reporter who asked him how he scored Tyson Fury versus Francis Ngannou. All right, no, no. It wasn't a robbery because everyone knew the outcome. 
while a bit a bit of a cryptic statement, Mike Tyson's post-fight post on social media made it clear what he thought. On Instagram, Iron Mike referred to Francis Ngannou as the true champion of the evening, while Tyson Fury walked away with the win. The boxing legend believes that everyone knew the Predator was the real victor. Uh, that being said, Mike Tyson is far from the only one to believe that Francis Ngannou deserved the nod over Tyson Fury. Following their boxing match on Saturday, Eddie Hearn, Logan Paul, and Demetrius Johnson, and more, stated that the PFL star deserved the win. Facts. He, he went into that ring, and he took the Gypsy King down. But, you know, the... Uh, facts that's why the uh that's why the mob used to bet on it too and they would fix fights yeah well i don't think the mob is alive anymore but you know yeah didn't back in the day i don't know if it's a thing anymore because i don't hear about it but back in the day uh, they would rig fights by putting lead shot in the, uh, in the gloves, wouldn't they? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they... Sonny Liston? Huh. I'm looking at him now. Yeah, okay. Yeah, he was, uh... He... Yeah, he he was, uh, uh... Particularly known for his strength, his jab, his long reach, his toughness, and widely regarded as the most intimidating man in the history of the sport. And then, uh, he... Allegedly threw a game uh, to pay off debts owed to, uh, uh, to gamblers. Uh, his last fight was in the 70s. He earned $13,000 for a match against Chuck Wepner. Uh, Sonny Liston lived in the bygone era of some of the greatest heavyweight fighters to ever grace the circuit, like Muhammad Ali, George Foreman, Joe Frazier. Uh, he was arrested six times for mugging, one of which uh, only gained him five cents. Uh... And then in 52, a Catholic priest noticed his boxing talent. Hmm. Huh. The more you know. I don't even... I, I don't know any of this stuff. So this is... I guess so, because all I've ever paid attention to was Mike Tyson and uh, uh, the Rumble in the Jungle fights. I thought there was a second one.
Oh. Okay. Rumble in the jungle. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It was the one fight, uh, but where I thought there was a second one was uh, uh, a boxing promoter pitched Rumble in the Jungle 2 featuring Francis Ngannou and a top fighter. Well, I know some uh, old fighters, but... Okay, so it says here Eddie Hearn is in talks with Francis uh, uh, in fighting Anthony Joshua for Rumble in the Jungle 2. <laughs> Apparently. If you say so, it must be true. Mm -hmm. mm. Uh, let me pull up a picture that I don't remember names like I used to. No. Never met him, never saw him, never even heard of him. Yeah. That's awesome. <coughs> yeah. Eddie Hearn believes Anthony Joshua will knock Tyson Fury spark out. What? Oh, he Eddie Hearn believes that Anthony Joshua will knock Tyson Fury's spark out and put him into retirement. <laughs> Who is this Eddie Hearn guy? Oh, so he's a professional shit-talker. Okay, that's why he's making all these outrageous claims. <laughs> yeah, he's he's making claims like uh, Francis Ngannou will fight, you know, Deontay Wilder, John Jones, uh, uh, Anthony Joshua... I'm like, uh, okay, well, I guess, okay. <laughs> he's like, he's like John Fury, but without the, uh, being partial to certain people. He sounds like an icon.
Well, then I guess I don't know boxing. <laughs> well, you know what? Fair. Yeah. Fair. Oh. I definitely need to. I love that this has basically become a sports podcast at this point. We we have just completely strayed from everything. You know who I... I, I do know one boxer. Uh, Butterbean. Yeah, I know Butterbean. Yeah, we do. We do. He's a great guy. Yeah, he is nothing like his persona in the ring. Yeah, he's a big old teddy bear. Love that guy. Shout out Butterbean. You should come on the pod. Yeah. He's a mixed martial artist. I don't see that man lifting his leg. <laughs> He's also a kickboxer. I don't see him lifting his leg that far either. <laughs> Facts. Yeah. Let's see. Greatest boxers of all time. I... I don't know if I would... That, maybe. Maybe. I might do it. It'd, it'd have to be a good amount of money. Yeah, I know who I know who Julio Cesar Chavez is. Chavez? Is it Chavez? Oh, I know him. I did, I guess I don't know his name, but I know him. <laughs> yeah. Uh I I know Larry Holmes. Yeah. Let's see. Yeah, I know. I, I know Joe Frazier. I, yeah, yeah, the grill guy. I know Manny Pacquiao, but I don't like him. No, he's not a good guy. He doesn't believe in gay rights. Well, if you don't believe in human rights, then, f you know, fuck off. Yeah. 
Well, he doesn't want my existence to be a thing, so, you know, I'm not too privy to him. <laughs> well, uh, Batista doesn't like him, so, you know, fuck it. Batista. He's not a sour old man. Well, he, he used to be friends with Pacquiao. And, uh, you know, they were really, really close. But when Pacquiao made his, you know, claims on public air that he uh, didn't like uh, the LGBTQ, uh, Batista got rid of his Pacquiao tattoo that he had. So, I am privy to him over Pacquiao. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I could no longer call him a friend. Dave Batista told GQ uh, after covering up his tattoo of Manny Pacquiao's team logo after his homophobic statements in 2016. Uh, let's see. Uh, Pacquiao in 2016 stated that gay people are worse than animals uh, during a 2016 interview on Filipino uh, station TV5. Uh, he said it's common sense. Uh, the animals are better. They know how to distinguish male from female. Uh, if we approve of male on male, female on female, then uh, male is worse uh, than animals. Uh, at that time, Batista, who had been a longtime uh, ally, called Ma uh, Pacquiao a fucking idiot at that time. Uh, you can't come back from that, man. There's no coming back from that. I don't think it's funny. Uh, let's put it like this. That if anyone called my mother an animal, I'd stick my foot in his ass. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, al although... <laughs> although he later apologized for comparing gay people to animals, Pacquiao dug in his heels against the community. This does not change my opinion against uh, same-sex marriage. That's what I believe. My only mistake is comparing gay people to animals. Well, someone like that shouldn't be a senator. <laughs> and he is. <laughs> no, no. I, uh, anyway. Right, right. I know. Via Lobster would come after you if you did. He got fucking rocked when he tried to step to Mayweather. That was a, that was a good fight. I remember that one vividly. Hmm.
Mm. Roy Jones Jr., I know that one. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I do not know Stanley Ketchell. No. No. I do not know Joe Calzage. Apparently he's criminally underrated. He has fought 46 times and he won every single one of those fights, 32 by knockout. Yeah. Uh, he he's super he was the super middleweight world champion for 10 years, all-time record. Defeated, uh, he defended his title on 21 occasions, only relinquished the title to move up a weight division. He's successful, uh, he was successful in his move up to light heavyweight, where he also became the world champion. Uh, his critics point to the lack of high quality opposition, where you can only beat the man in front of you. And Kelzaghe's notable opponents included the likes of Chris Eubank, Jeff Lacey, Bernard Hopkins, and Roy Jones Jr. himself. I don't know. Oh yeah, yeah. He was, he was one of the best. I know Mike. I know Mike Tyson. Uh let's let's look it up. Uh, Joe. No, not Biden. He's, he's Welsh. Dun dun dun. Uh, let's see, Joe Calzaghe, Boxrec. Shout out Boxrec. You always have the information. Uh, let's see, he won against Roy Jones Jr. Yeah. He he has no losses. At all. Yeah, he went into the fighting ring and stepped out all without losing. 46. 32 knockout. Mm-hmm. Uh, he called himself the Pride of Wales Italian Dragon. He was Welsh. Yes. He's from Newbridge, Wales. He... Uh... His day... Uh, let's see. He, he started fighting in 93, and he ended in 2008. Yeah. Let's see if there's any other... Well, okay. Uh... So, uh, since I don't know as many boxers as you do, uh, let's see. Starting, do you know who Paul Hanlon is? Paul Mason? 
He beat him. Uh, Spencer Alton. Martin Rosamond. Darren Littlewood. Carl Barwise. Barwis. Okay. Mark Lee Dawson. Trevor Ambrose. Frank Minton. Fair. Well, these are all UK fighters, so I don't even know if you would know them at all. Okay. Okay. Uh, do you know who Will McIntyre is? Okay. He's from Copenhagen. I didn't know if that would be... Uh, let's see. He fought Bernard Hopkins and Roy Jones Jr. Those are the only American fights he had. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, hmm. Well, I don't think that Jake Paul counts as up and coming, but I really do like watching his fights. Um... Yeah, I, I'm liking his fights. Um, I feel like they're they're multiple steps above his brothers uh, and KSI's fights, for that matter. Um, Yeah, that sounds, I mean, fair, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, he, he is. He, I, there's something about him, I don't know. Uh, I, I liked, I, I think I've said it, uh, um, uh i think i said it before on the pod but uh he's he's very similar to justin bieber in the sense that everybody started out hating him but then he proved himself and now nobody's talking shit and the ones that do talk shit uh get their you know opinions handed right back and said uh you know what was that what was that you said <laughs> Right. Yeah. He really does. He I, I don't I don't know. I think let me see if I still have the let me see if I still have the DM because that would be that would be funny if I did. Uh 
I DM'd Jake Paul. Uh, it was, no, he, he never replied, uh, but I was, I was hoping he would, uh, it, it might've been on Instagram. I thought it was on Twitter. Uh, I guess I must've deleted it since clearing out, but, uh, I was, I messaged him right after he had fought, uh, let me look up his record to see which one it was. Hmm. I think it was... I think it was Tyron Woodley 2. Um, although it could have been... It could have been Ben Askren. It definitely was not Nate Robinson. It was, it was one of the twenty twenty one fights, I believe. Uh, but yeah, that was yeah. Uh, I, I I messaged him, and I said, you know, please humble KSI. <laughs> I I was so tired of it because I had been watching KSI's videos. Uh, and uh, I got so pissed off because he would he would do these videos, and I know he was doing it probably with with jokes in mind, uh, but he was doing these videos where he would rank uh, YouTube boxers and all this sort of shit, and uh, he would always he would always put himself at the top, and it was pissing me off, and of course you know rack it up to me being autistic or whatever but i was thoroughly pissed off i was like oh my god i really fucking hate this guy right now and um i i, I had had it I, I i had genuinely had it and then he started watching videos of like people uh making like people would make these videos talking shit about jake paul or talking shit about you know one of the people that ksi is gonna fight and uh it was like I mean, come on. You know, you have done nothing in your entire boxing career that even compares to what Jake has done. Like, it is insane how cocky you're being. Like, he... Like, seriously, he's, he's like, oh, well, you know, let's check their, their boxing stats. And then it's like, KSI has all wins, but he hasn't fought anyone worth a damn. And then and then he, he gets his uh, his fight with Fournier and throws an elbow. And... Uh... Yeah. Yeah, he throws, like, basically fucking haymakers the whole time. <laughs> Yeah, well, he, he's not a... Jake Paul, I, I can safely say, is not a YouTube boxer anymore. He's he's stepped away from YouTube almost completely. But, uh... I haven't... Yeah, I haven't seen Slim upload shit. Uh, but anyway, he... He... Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, it's like um, his. It is an addiction. Yeah. Especially from a viewership uh, perspective, it's like you watch it and you're like, "I want to do that." <laughs> but it okay. Looking at KSI's fight record right now, he fought Joe Weller, TKO, and I'm like, okay, you know that was literally nothing. He fought Logan Paul twice, majority decision and then split decision. One of them a draw. So he only won one of those two, and it wasn't even a good fight. And then he fought Swarms and Pineda at the same time, and, uh, well, not at the same time, but, like, twice, uh, twice in a night, you know. Uh, and those were both knockouts, but, you know, Pineda is fucking nothing. Literally nothing. And then Swarms literally had no boxing experience at all. Hadn't even been in camp. And... <laughs> Alex Wasabi... Alex Wasabi is not really something to be, like, happy about. <laughs> yeah. But Pineda's, Pineda's record is 2-7. <laughs> yeah <laughs> he's a super welterweight nobody is he he hasn't even why Oh, he's a he's a showman now. Okay. Well, I guess I can understand that. I <laughs> Yeah. I just, I, I, I think Jake Paul is probably my, my favorite, I guess, I guess you could call him a prospect. I don't, uh, Jake Paul, uh, Tank, I'd love me some, some, uh, Tank, Javante Davis. Uh, mm, yeah. I, I pay attention to him a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Daniel Dubois is uh, doing really well. Daniel Dynamite Dubois? Uh, he's uh, British. So, I don't know. I mean, you you know Vidal, but you 
I don't know that you really pay attention to most UK stuff. Uh, he's 19 and one so far, 18 knockouts. Yeah. Holy shit. Have you heard of this uh uh Jamie um uh, Mongoya? Maybe maybe it's like Hamy. Hamy Mongoya? I don't know how to... Have you heard of him? He has okay. I, so I'm looking at uh, prospects in in boxing right now, trying to see if I know any that would be considered such a thing. Uh, and uh, he is he okay. Uh, he's a Mexican uh, fighter. Uh, he's 41 and 0 with 33 knockouts. Uh, and he is, let's see, uh, he was born in 96, so he's been fucking destroying, yeah, yeah, he, he has, uh, he turned professional in 2013. And uh, he had a record of 28-0 before challenging Saddam Ali uh, and taking on the WBO uh, junior middleweight uh, title. And in his first defense in 2018, uh, he scored a unanimous over Liam Smith. Uh, and uh, he knocked him down in the sixth round. He's six foot even. 27 years old, has a 72-inch reach. Dude's a fucking unit. For real. Like, dude's got straight-up, like, gorilla, like, orangutan arms. He's like... Goddamn. Let's see. Uh, Virgil Ortiz Jr. He's 19-0, and 0, with all of them being knockouts. Uh, let's see. Jaron Boots Enos. Ennis. 29-0. 27 KOs. Won no contest. Uh, let's see. Oh, who's that guy? Who, who's that guy that Jake was gonna fight? Um, uh, he was... Uh, so Jake was gonna fight him... But then he backed out, so then he just took Woodley on again. Uh, Hakeem Rosman Jr.? Ha Hasim, Hasim Rahman Jr. Rahman. Is that the guy? I don't know if that's the guy. Okay. I don't know. Uh, 
he he's been he's pretty cool. Uh, fourteen fights, twelve wins, seventy nine inch reach. He's an orth. You think so? He's he's twelve and two. He's twelve and two. He's got a good record. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Seven and one. He's seven and one. He's got a fight coming up. Uh, officially going to be uh, Carib Royale Orlando. Okay. Excited to, excited to see where that goes. I forgot he fought Nate Diaz. I don't know why I forgot that. I know. I forgot it completely, though. Yeah, he's wanting to fight Nate Diaz in the UFC now, isn't he? Yeah. Fair. Very fair. Ryan Garcia. Ryan King Rye Garcia, 23 and 0. Uh, Devin the Dream Haney, 29 and 0. There's a lot of people I have never heard of that are like. They're, they're in the WBC title range, and I've never heard of them. David Benavidez, 26-0. Shakur Stevenson, 19-0. Yeah. But then then you get people like Gervonta Tank Davis. He's also WBA, uh, regular lightweight, super featherweight. Uh, oldest fighter on the list, 26 years old. Uh, he's been fighting for eight years, 24-0, 23 uh, by knockout. Fucking absolute unit of a motherfucker, I swear to God. And he's had scuffles outside the ring, too. <laughs> oh, man. What a unit. I guess I guess he's my, my prospect. He's my, he's my guy. Because I can't think of anyone else. Oh, I know Lennox Lewis. Okay. Yeah. I know that guy. Okay. Mickey Walker. Nope. Joe Frazier. Yep. Jimmy Wilde. Nope. Mayweather Jr. Yep. Joe Gans. Nope. Harry Greb. Nope. Langford. Familiar. Jack Johnson. Nope. Robert Duran, no. Sugar Ray Leonard, yep. Boxer of the decade. Won gold at the Olympics. First boxer to make a hundred mil from a purse. 
you know, uh, he should have retired with only one career defeat by Robert Duran, but instead came out of retirement twice, looking, uh, looking a shadow of his scintillating uh, best on uh, both occasions, resulting in a career total of 40 fights, 36 wins, 3 losses, and a draw. Jack Dempsey. He sounds familiar. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I I I I know of him. Okay. Yeah, he yeah, he's a farmhand, a miner, a cowboy, and a boxer. I uh, he fought in saloons as his gateway into all this. Rocky Marciano. Yeah, Benny Leonard, Sonny Liston, Willie Pep, uh, Henry Armstrong, Joe Lewis, I know him. Sugar Ray Robinson, I know him. Muhammad Ali, yeah, obviously. Jack Johnson, you said? The singer-songwriter? Oh. <laughs> Whoa. He has a big head, but he's kind of cute, I guess. <laughs> Do what? I mean, yeah. I don't discriminate. Yeah. I mean, I got this one Mexican guy that is always hitting on me, so, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I don't... <laughs> yeah. Not the uh, not the one with the bracelet on the wrist uh, on their ankle, right? How about the one with the lazy eye? Oh, oh, was it uh, was it Gengar? you. I could take on Butterbean. <laughs> well, uh, you remember, I think it was the first Jackass movie, although it could have been Jackass 2. Uh, he decides to box Butterbean in a store and Butterbean knocks him out flat uh johnny knoxville i mean uh boxes butterbean in a store he knocks him out f uh butterbean knocks him out flat and uh he hits his head 
on a uh, on a counter, uh, gives himself a concussion, then starts to snore. It turns out he wasn't snoring; he was choking on his tongue. Uh, wakes up, doesn't know what happened. Oh man, it's it's a whole moment, but I. I think I could have taken him. I think I could have. I don't underestimate him at all. I understand I'll, I'll lose. But I could take him. Yeah, it was the first one. Yeah. Okay. He does he have an Instagram? I don't even. He does. He does seem like a foot. Oh yeah, he does have one. Cool. I wanna fight you. Uh, exhibition match. Uh, how many rounds do you think? Six rounds? Eight rounds? Eight rounds. Uh, what is what is a good glove weight? I'll go with ten. Okay, twelve. Um, all right. All right. I, I messaged him. I said, I want to fight you. Exhibition match, eight rounds, 12 ounce gloves, Arnold, Missouri. In my friend's living room. Deal? <laughs> well, I'm sure because it's Butterbean. I mean, what? how many opportunities do you get for him to be in your living room piecing me up? <laughs> <laughs> well good because you know I'm fighting you know Butterbean <laughs> neither of us are small dudes <laughs> yeah the man is 57 I don't think he's gonna take me up on that but if he does, it has to be an exhibition match. <laughs> Bro. Now, he's he's a, a honorary sheriff or something like that in uh, uh, his hometown. Um, yeah, Arkansas. Uh, 
Uh, no, is it Arkansas? Uh, he was born in Atlanta, but they moved to Michigan. Where the fuck is he a sheriff in? Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, Men's Journal, meet Deputy Butterbean, uh, yeah, he went, uh, he was a tough man, and then a boxing champ, then he went to wrestling, to K1 kickboxing, to MMA, He cut down to 400 pounds. And... Where is he at now? Yeah, uh... Now he is in Jasper, Atlanta. And I don't know if this is... Well, this is 2019. The show might be off air, but... At the time, he was uh, busting up cocaine dealers, marijuana houses, meth labs, as a cop. Well, I don't know. He traded in his American flag trunks for a taser and a gun. And now he's serving his country as a deputy. Deputy Butterbean. Oh, yeah. What a guy. Now he weighs 296 pounds. Yeah. Well, he went from 400. <laughs> He, he gives me life. He really does. <laughs> I will. Bro, give me the opportunity to fight Butterbean, and I'm gonna. It has to be in a living room, just like, you know, just like he did back on Jackass. Well, I mean, that was a, a store, but, you know, it has to be something shoddy. Not an official ring. I'll give him a firm handshake and a Pokemon card. I bet. <laughs> oh, man. What a guy. What a guy. But, um... No, how did you like Halloween? Yeah. Yeah. For those who obviously don't know because we haven't said anything about it yet uh me and your boy got to fucking hang out on halloween see each other yeah see each other for a moment yeah i mean we we weren't at any time just podcast friends yeah yeah but your boy gave me a nintendo ds light and now i now i have to track down games which that's the fun part 
I have to pay more for the games than I did at the time of purchasing them the first time, and I have to pay more for them than for the console itself when, back when it was new. Fucking shout out Pokemon Platinum. I saw you for $110 once. Ugh. Yes. Nice, nice. Uh, for anyone that wants to, we join our clan. What's your base looking like these days? I haven't looked at it in a minute. <coughs> I am. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. Let's see. Uh, visit. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, you're... Your clan's not looking too bad. Not too bad. Not too shabby. Yeah. Dope. Yeah. Oh, yeah. How many trophies are you up to now? I don't... You're at... 680? Wow! You you started playing after me. Significantly after me. And you're already ahead of me. I'm at 446. Yeah. Oh, I don't plan. I don't plan to. Oh. Hey, there's a person that's selling Pokemon Platinum. For $38. No idea. <laughs> Bro, there's someone that has a graded, a graded one. Oh my goodness. 1,184. All of them are going for ridiculous amounts as far as I've seen. Bro, I kind of want to get a Japanese version. Those look fire. The Japanese artwork is tremendously better. You should look at that. Alright, cool. Alright, cool. Because it is dope as hell looking. Wow. The cartridge uh, bit, not not the case. I don't. I don't much care for the case, but. Wow. I mean, the case isn't bad, but. Yeah. Why did why does America, bro? Okay, I I need to I need to do a little rant. All right, it's gonna be rant time with your boy. Uh, fuck off. Whoever keeps messaging me. Uh, alright. I am pissed off with America. <laughs> oh, different reason. <laughs> I hate so much how everything that comes from Japan is, like, destroyed. 
like absolutely obliterated. Like 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 we were just talking about Pokemon Platinum, uh, the Japanese version, uh, looks really really cool. Like they they did it justice. The font is amazing. Everything's amazing. Uh, ten out of ten. Looks like a gorgeous piece, and I bet that it plays really well too. Uh, but you look at the Americanized version, and it's so fucking corny. Like, they got Giratina on the front. Cool. Love that. Uh, they have the same thing on the Japanese version. Awesome. But ours is, like, really cheesy-looking lights and stuff, like streaks behind him. And then the cover for the Japanese bit is, like, all glittery, and, like, the only streaks of color are, like, red streaks, like lasers and shit. And uh, on the cartridge itself, for us... It says Pokemon Platinum, uh, Nintendo DS, uh, you know, all the stuff they need. Uh, on the Japanese version, uh, the font is completely different. It doesn't look anywhere near as cartoonized. Uh, and the Nintendo DS uh, bit on it is black. And, like, they don't have the, the stamp or the, the E rating or anything like that because, you know, it's Japan. Things are different there. But uh, it's all blacked out. And I think that it looks absolutely gnarly. But that's not where it ends at all. Uh, in the Pokemon series, uh, I, I'll, I'm going to pull it up right now. Uh, 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 so, in the Pokemon series, and it's a meme at this point. Uh, he makes uh, he makes onigiri, okay, uh, and uh, uh, he 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 makes onigiri in the series. Brock is known uh, for cooking. That's that's his thing. Is he cooks really well, and he hits on the ladies, and he gets bloody noses, and it's a whole thing. It's great. Uh, in, in the anime uh, for Pokemon, he cooks onigiri, which is triangle uh, uh, rice with uh, seaweed uh, bits, and uh, there's a filling. Uh, I think it's usually like red bean paste or something like that. Uh, I, I don't know specifically because I'm not privy to uh, Japanese cooking. Um, but anyway, in the American version, they say it's donuts. He's showing onigiri. It's rice and seaweed, and he has the seaweed, like, uh, rolling paper under it in, in his hand and everything, and it's, like, funny as hell. He calls them, he said, these donuts are great. Jelly-filled are my favorite. And he's holding onigiri. It's like, bruh. American, it's it's all because of localization. That's the issue, and it's specifically uh, four kids. Four kids ruined it. Uh, they have they have all these moments where it's like uh, in Naruto. Uh, uh, they have this moment where. Uh, 
he is being st- he, he's stabbing his hand uh, and uh, instead of stabbing his hand uh, four kids changed it so that he's holding an apple in one hand and a lunchbox in the other it doesn't even match up to the situation and like uh, <laughs> it's like that they they do stuff like this all the time. It's like um, in uh, One Piece. Uh, there's a there's a moment where Helmeppo uh, 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 holds a gun to Kobe's head. Uh, this is early in the anime, so I'm not spoiling it for anybody. Uh, so you know, fuck you if you say I do. Uh, you should just watch it. But Helmeppo holds a gun to Kobe's head, but in Four Kids, they change it to a spring-loaded hammer. And, <laughs> and like, they do all this sort of shit that makes no damn sense. Like, they changed, like, Sanji's whole character is that he smokes. They changed it to a sucker. So, like, he's he's got a sucker. Uh, makes no damn sense. Uh, they got, you know, situations where, like, um, uh, uh, they'll, like, shrink a character's, uh, breasts, uh, size. Uh, they will, uh, uh, they'll change a weapon entirely, like I was talking about with Helmeppo. Uh, they will, uh, you know, just all, all this sort of stuff. It, it's like American localization of you know Japanese product is insane. Like, in, okay, I, I am a Yu-Gi-Oh fan, major Yu-Gi-Oh fan. I I love Yu-Gi-Oh more than I love Pokemon, straight up. Uh, but uh, obviously, because you know that's what you and I have in common, we talk about it a lot, uh, and it's fine. But I talk about it with Via Lobster. I talk about Yu-Gi-Oh with Via Lobster. And, uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's easy to pick up. It's, it's super easy to pick up. But, um... What? It's what? Oh, it is... It is so fun. But, uh... With, with four kids, uh... They changed a lot about it, too. And... Yeah, and American localization. Specifically in the cards. American localization of the cards was drastic uh, like uh fitting fitting the Yu-Gi-Oh cards to american laws and stuff um there's there's Yu-Gi-Oh fans and there're very very many Yu-Gi-Oh fans uh that will track down the japanese version of a card uh just to get 
uh, a version of it that isn't ruined by American law. Uh, uh, like, for example, uh, I'm, I'm pulling it up. Uh, they will have um, um, hold on that, that didn't pull it up the way I wanted it to okay so they'll have uh, in, in Jap in the Japanese cards uh, they will have uh, you know more cleavage or they'll have uh, you know all these like uh like in the anime they'll have guns but in american version they have fingers uh or they'll have um tons of different tons of different changes and uh there are plenty of Yu-Gi-Oh uh fans uh that will hunt down the japanese uh, uh d uh like un uncensored version of the cards just so that they can have a deck that isn't tainted by you know american censorship laws uh and you know you, you can you can take that uh censorship fight all the way to hentai if you wanted to but uh i personally don't give a shit on that part um but it, it's crazy like things like pokemon were changed just for the sake of, you know, American standard. Like, it's Onigiri. Any child that asks for that donut at a donut shop is going to be laughed out. <laughs> oh, really? I didn't even I didn't even know about that one. Mhm. Mm Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, it's like, what are you, what what are you, what are you hoping to accomplish by taking out what is originally the story? Like, it, it makes no damn sense. But uh, I mean, there's there's parts that I prefer uh, in the American version of things, like. Uh, uh, in the four kids version of Yu-Gi-Oh, uh, they have, uh, a brighter, uh, more vibrant, uh, um, uh, um, life point, uh, scoreboard, uh, and, uh, they have, you know, all these other things that, it, you know, really... You, you grow up with it, so you learn to like it, basically. And uh, I, f I feel like... Um, I, I feel like that can translate to a lot of different things. Like, um, like in, in the 4Kids uh, version of Yu-Gi-Oh, uh, the brightness was turned all the way the fuck up. Like, it was not a dark show at all. And... Yeah, and and I I like it like that. I enjoy it. It has that nostalgic, you know, childlike feeling to it. Uh, but in the uh, original version, 
It's not nearly as bright and colorful. Like, yes, the monsters don't really change all that much, uh, and the characters don't change all that much, but, uh, well, if anyone decides that they want to look up comparisons, uh, there's uh, uh, YouTube channels dedicated to this sort of shit. Um, and one of them that I highly recommend is uh, Shiitake Nightcore. Uh, he has a side-by-side -side comparison of original and four kids with uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! And I'm sure you can find many more of different anime and or you know, uh, Japanese merchandise, such as cards uh, or you know, figures or whatever the hell that they just completely just altered the fuck out of. Uh, all for the sake of American censorship. So, but hey, you know, we made, we made the Japanese constitution, so I, I guess we win. <laughs> I wouldn't say that. <laughs> I, <laughs> what? Gotta love power struggles, I guess. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, it was, uh, it, no, it was Hiroshima and Nagasaki. Yeah, they were saved by clouds. Yeah. I mean, the, the destruction was terrible. Absolutely terrible. Yeah. Well, five old people. No, because the old people probably are racist or something. Old people suck. Oh no, she did. Yeah, she she called the person on the tele uh, television uh, that colored girl. <laughs> yeah. Well. <laughs> Oh, absolutely not. Yeah. 
Your mother is amazing, though. She was hilarious. For for those who, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say her name or nothing, but uh, for those who want to know what type of family Tommy has, uh, he his his dad is one of the most badass men I have ever met. Terrifies the shit out of me. Uh, and then his mom is one of the most badass women I have ever met and also terrifies the shit out of me. <laughs> uh, his, his dad is a, uh, uh, oh, what, he, 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 did he fight you in the streets or was that your uncle? Your dad? Oh. Oh, okay. I was confusing the people involved, I guess. Uh, but then... <laughs> but then I, I, I hang out with uh, I hang out with Tommy's family uh, last night for Halloween because my family wasn't doing anything. They decided uh, they're gonna get 50 cent corn dogs from uh, Sonic, uh, turn off all the lights, lock the doors, and watch television. I'm like, well, I want to have fun. So, not, I'm not doing that. Uh, but uh, I, I meet his mom and finally talk to her for the first time. And the first conversations that I get are the time that she walked out of a car and the cops knew her by name. Uh, the time that she fought ruffians off of uh, his uh, grandma's land and she called the cops on the ruffians and they said well is you know tommy's mom there uh yes oh well then you're fine <laughs> and the time that she took uh, did, did she say that she took an uh what one of the people that was on your grandma's land uh were like uh, allegedly uh, tried to start shit with your mom, and then your mom was like, oh, you want to fucking go? Alright, let's fucking go. I'm fucking ready. And, like, just turned into an absolute thug out of nowhere. <laughs> and it was like, yeah, I'll fucking fight you. I don't care. I've been to jail before. I'll go back. <laughs> oh my god. She is intense. <laughs> No. Yeah. That's it's insane. I don't understand. Like uh how how does one family have so many people that are willing to fight the whole damn world? <laughs> Uh, no, you didn't, actually. No. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah.
I'm not intimidated, but they backed off because they wanted to gang up on just one person. But I wasn't backing up. Fuck that. Damn. You guys are yeah. just like the whole time. Best but, friends. Yeah. Like, uh, wait, so you, you had never met him before he was in a fight, and you're like, oh, no, I'm going to join this fight. Uh, I, I didn't really care for him, but we would talk occasionally and joke around. But my friends didn't really accept him, so I was like, yeah, whatever. He's just a guy. Hmm. After that moment, it's like, no, I'm not going to watch this guy that I actually kind of like talking to get ganged up on. I'm going to stick up for him. That's really cool. Yeah, I mean, he was holding his ground, too. Like, he was about to fight these dudes. 5v1. <laughs> so did you guys win that fight, or...? No, they backed up. They got lost that fucking smoke. Oh. Yeah, huh. Those dudes. Huh. Also, yeah. I just I just found out that the desktop audio... I, I don't know... I'm hoping that it recorded you the whole time. <laughs> If not, oh well, who cares? We're kind of having a cool conversation. Yeah, but it's been an hour 25. Uh, Let's do the outro and uh, make a a couple more. Alright, like, subscribe, do what you do. Uh, 